Welcome to the Gutch Church Podcast. My name is Kennedy Shear, and thanks so much for joining us. Today, we have a great word from my dad, Pastor Bill Shear. If this ministry has changed your life, will you let us know? Send us an email to story at gutchchurch.com. You know, we're coming up on a very dynamic time in the history of our church. And we have become, I mean, things have become so specifically strategic in how we look at things and approach things. And, you know, and, and I've had the reputation in the past, I'll just be honest with it being ready, fire, aim. And, um, and, and it, it has worked well and it fits my personality. But now there's, there's, there's a strategy, a strategic approach to everything that we do. And I think that's important to parlay that into all the homes in our church, all the marriages in our church. We're a month out of celebrating 30 years of Guts Church. And I know that that's not a big deal to, to a lot of people. And it's a big deal to me. And, and I'll tell you why. Because the approach we've taken in life and ministry, and really it all boils down to the word of faith. For me. That's a, the promise of God. But what, what, what happens, though, with this is that it makes this life sustainable. I mean, we're proving this is sustainable. The growth that's happening in your life. How many guys your lives are growing? How many guys your lives are elevating? That that elevation is sustainable. And, and here's, here, here's the way I look at it. And, I'm, and, it's that, and the government's on his shoulder, and of it there'll be no end. That it's, it's unlimited, this life that God gives us, as long as Jesus is the Lord of our life, and his word is the power of our lives. So God, I thank you for this opportunity we have to give and to tithe. God, I thank you for the generosity of this house. God, I thank you now that lives are changed. God, we're ready for the next build-out and the next build-out. God, to make this a destination of hope, a destination of salvation, a destination of healing, of health, a destination of peace. God, we thank you for this incredible church in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, with everything that's happened in the last few years, I'm Bill Shear, by the way. Um, how do you do? Um, with everything that's happened in the past few years, there's, there's been, a, see, everything to me boils down to vision, mission, values. Okay? And I know you guys have heard that for 30 years here now, but it's vision, mission, values. Okay, what's our vision? What's our mission? What are our values? The values, and then there's values that I have that, that are core values. Like, I have a value that if you really love God, you're going to root for the St. Louis Baseball Cardinals. But that, that's not a, it's, it's a core value for me, okay? It, but, um, like, uh, like Trip, my grandson, was Paul Goldschmidt for Halloween. And it's like, well, sure he is. I mean, the, the sucker's a winner. He loves God. He's going to be a Cardinal guy. But, but, but when I talk about the core values of our lives, you've got to define them. Because that, that's who we really are. And with everything that's happened in the past few years, the hostile takeover of so much that we value. And, and I believe so much that we've kind of get lulled into sleepwalking through life. And, and, and there's a hostile takeover of my values. It's like, well, wait a minute. And, and I, I, I promise you, it, 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 they're not going to come up short by saying you can't talk about gravity anymore. Like, well, dear God, <laughs> because, I mean, it's, there's some things that are so obvious, yet they're questionable now. And see, 
it's become a hostile takeover. And when, when the hostile takeover is our values, that means it's demonic. Understand the devil's in the middle of it. See, it's not just uh, bell bottoms are out of style or, or whatever it might be. It's, there's, a, there's a takeover of things we hold as core in our lives. And we have to be aware of that. I believe that we're a product of our choices, not a victim of our circumstances. See, the world wants to promote victimhood for everybody. And you know what? That shoe fits all of us. It's like, oh my gosh, why? Because if I'm a victim, I don't have to take responsibility. Well, it's not my fault. Well, this is what, what happened to me. Or this, and I'm telling you, what the kingdom, what God wants to do is God wants to give you control of your life. In order for you to have control of your life, you've got to take responsibility for your life. See, where you are right now is totally based upon what your choices have been up to this point. Your choices are going to bring you places. And... And I'm going to make it real clear today, and I believe it's going to be simple. I believe it's going to be easy for you to, it's going to be soft toss for you to catch it, tuck it, and score. See, but we have to have a strategy of where we're going. Where are you going? Well, wherever God leads me. You know, that's sloppy. That's not how God does it. See, what God's going to do, it's just like even Abraham. He said, look, leave your father's land. I'm, I'm, go to a land that, that I'm, I'm, I'm showing you. See, God's showing you things right now that, are, that pertain to your future. Like you're looking at it, there's a, there, there's sometimes there's a dissatisfaction with certain things in our lives. And let me tell you, that's a great sign if there's dissatisfaction with areas of your life. That means God's got something for you that's better. See, what God doesn't want you to do is God never wants you to settle See, the world wants you to compromise. The world wants it to be a negotiation. The world wants you to settle. And I'm telling you, we're believers in Jesus. We don't settle. See, let's have a strategy for where we're going and where God wants to take us. See, you're not going to miss it. See, you might have missed it every time in your life. You might have been in and out of relationships and jobs and careers and whatever. And I'm telling you, God's doing a new thing. See, that's the word of the Lord that God gave me for 2023 is God's doing a new thing. We're going to know it. It's going to be absolutely just, it, we're, we're not going to, it's going to be so, so amazing. We're not going to, we're not going to be able to miss it. See, but my future is determined by what I believe. Is God doing a new thing in your life? Okay. Is there a chance you're going to miss it? No. Well, that's what you believe. So that sets, that determines what your life is, is what you believe. See, and we have to understand this. Let me tell you about my beliefs. My beliefs are a force. And here's the deal. The devil can't, the devil has no counterattack for my beliefs. You'll, you'll say, well, what does the word say, right? Here's what the word says. All things are possible to he who believes. See, nothing's impossible. What's impossible with man is possible with God. See, so now the possibility, the potential of my life is limitless. See, you can take the information that you're, we're gathering, we're, we're getting today, you're listening to today, and you can build a life, listen, that's undaunted, that a life that's unbeatable. 
And listen, a life that's sustainable. And those are the three, three words that God gave me for this service. An undaunted life is a life that I'm not going to be intimidated off, off the post that God's called me to stand. See, not intimidated or discouraged by difficulty or danger or disappointment. The, 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 the internet's full of the dangers of being a Christian today. Being a Christian in business, being a Christian in politics, being a, a church leader, the dangers. It's like, no, there always has been. The Bible says we're led as sheep to the slaughter. See, so the impending, so that danger, but let me tell you, that danger, the Bible says, no evil shall befall me, nor any plague come near where I live. The Bible says that a thousand may fall at your left hand and ten at your right, but you're not going to go down. That, that the water and the fire won't consume you, but you're going you're to wade right through it. See, the understanding of that is that I'm unbeatable. Like if you ask me in my heart of hearts, are you beatable? No. I'm unbeatable. Why? Because I'm, I'm not going to quit. See, do you understand? That's what determines a loss in your life is when you quit. How about this? We serve a God who calls those things which be not as though they were. And listen to this, this second part of it. See, that part of it's cool. I'll, I'll be like, ding, ding, ding. That's a winner for me in my heart. So we serve a God who calls those things which be not as though they were. And a God, listen, who gives life to the dead. Some of you guys go, well, my marriage is dead. No, it's not. It's not done. It might appear to be dead, but it's not done. Yeah, but my, my, my kid's not, not serving God. It appears to be dead, but he, God's not done. God gives life to the dead. Think about that. Man, where, there, where there's no hope, God provides hope. Where there's, where there, listen, where there, he loves, listen, the unlovable. Man, he provides a way where there is no way. See, unbeatable is that we win because we're never going to quit. And then we become sustainable. This life is sustainable. See, some of you guys will be going, well, I'm in a season of growth right now. What if your life becomes a season of growth? I I wish you were paying attention today. I really wish you could hear this because what God has for you is elevation in life. That your life is, is elevated every single day you experience elevation. And, and we, have, we have to look at that because that's blessing. See, blessing is not this hypothetical or this serendipitous or this, oh, we don't, I don't know where the blessing, no. No, the blessing comes from the fruit of my lips. I'm not leaving it up to chance. I'm going to call out blessing. What is, what is a blessing? Blessing's a lift. What's a curse? It's a suppression. Man, what's the world going to try to do? The news of the world is going to try to suppress you. The news of the, 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 the ramifications of your victimhood is going to suppress you. See, do you understand when you say, God, I give you my life? <laughs> God, I give you my life. That means God's giving you his life. You're giving up your life, so now there's a vacancy, so God gives you his life. You, you get his life, now you get his capability, you get his ability, you get his works. Jesus, Jesus said, the works that I do, you'll do. 
but greater because I go to my Father. We can't wrap our mind around greater works than what Jesus did. See, religion is going to teach that nobody's Jesus. Nobody can do better than Jesus. Yet Jesus said, your life will be about greater works than mine. You see where religion's wrong? And that's really not even the church, excuse me, not even the world that's forcing that. It's the church most times that are forcing that. I mean, when we start, when we start saying things like, well, you know, don't expect that. I'm not Jesus. The Bible doesn't say lay hands on the sick as a point of contact. It says because you're born of God, get your dead gum hands on the sick and they'll recover. I mean, it's that simple. But you know what? We want to add this up. It's like, well, don't expect anything from my hands. They're not special. Well, don't put them on me then. (laughs) Keep your mitts away from me. I got germ issues anyway. I don't need your mitts on me unless there's something powerful there. But see, we we want to add stuff. And you know what? what Paul Paul said, look, don't add or detract anything from this word. The word says everything you put your hand to prospers. Yeah, but. No, yeah, buts. It's everything. Bible says, whatever you do, do it heartily as unto the Lord. Man, God's going to back your play. Write that down. See, so many people, it's like, well, I hope I'm in the will of God. It's like, wait a second, God's going to back your play. The will of God is for you to win in whatever endeavor you're doing. Wherever you are in life, that you're a winner. How do you win? You don't quit. Deuteronomy 30, verse 11 says, for this commandment, which I command you today, is not too mysterious for you, nor is it far off. See, this isn't... This is not, the the word of God's not ethereal. It's not in heaven, nor that you should say, who will ascend into heaven for us and bring it back to us, that we may hear it and do it. Listen, nor is it beyond the sea that you would say, who will go over the sea for us and bring it to us that we may hear it and do it. Now listen, but the word is very near you. It doesn't say the word is near you. The word, it says the word is very near you. In your mouth and in your heart that you may do it. Let me tell you, circle that verse and in the margin of your Bible write, God just eliminated my excuses. The word of God is very near you. It's in your heart and it's in your mouth. Why? So that you can do it. What do you do with your heart? You believe. What do you do with your mouth? You speak. See, I've said before you today, life and good, death and evil. In that I command you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in his ways, and to keep his commandments, his statutes, and his judgments, that you may live. Listen, you're not just going to live. You're going to live. Please have ears to hear this. You're going to live and multiply. Yeah, but I'm retired. Live and multiply. Yeah, but I clock in and out every day. Live and multiply. Yeah, but the, the market is receding in my, in, in my business. Live and multiply. See, we're not victims. Man, we're children of God now. We're inheritors of God and joint heirs with Jesus. That you may live and multiply, and the Lord your God will bless you in the land which you go to possess. See, the problem with this is, is you being 
that, that, that this life is a life that you have to possess. You've got to take it. See, but so many people are in their Barco lounger saying, well, if God wanted to do it, God would do it. Can I help you with that, you and your Barco lounger? That, that every, anything, everything that God is ever going to do, he's already done. What did Jesus say on the cross? It's finished. What's finished? The veil's rent between us and God. There's no separation between us and God now. The name of Jesus brings us, all, by, listen, by inheritance to the holy of holies of God, to everything that God has, everything that God's about. But if your heart turns away so that you, do, you don't hear and you're drawn away and worship other gods and serve them, I announce to you this day that you shall surely perish. You shall not prolong your days in the land which you cross over the Jordan to go in and possess. I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you that I've set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life. Do you understand? It's your choice. Sickness or health, your choice. Prosperity or poverty, your choice. I'm just telling you, I'm telling you what the word says. You've got life, you've got blessing, you've got death, you've got cursing, and you get to pick. And, and you know, there's so many people say, what do you think, I'm picking death? Yes. How? By the words of your mouth. When you say things like, here, here, how about this one? Yeah, we can't afford that. Do you understand that's death? Well, but it's, but it's factual, sure. <laughs> we don't live by facts. What do we live by? We live by truth. Our, 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 our faith is in the truth. Truth never changes. Facts do. See, that, that we love the Lord our God, that we obey his voice, that we cling to him. For he is your life and the length of your days and that you dwell in the land which the, the Lord swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give them. See, God is doing a new thing. And he's letting us know. But so many people, because of the deception of the enemy, think the enemy's in control. He's the, sure, he's the prince of the power of the air, and he controls the world. But the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. So what are we going to do? Are we going to fall prey to the, the, the signs of the times and the, 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 what the world's shouting? Or are we going to trust God's promise? Let me tell you what's going to happen in the world. All hell's going to break loose. It's not doom and gloom. It's happened for centuries. But Isaiah 43, 18, don't remember the former th things, nor con consider the things of old. See, what's interesting about this is, is I could become, I'm going to be 65 in a month. I could become one of those guys that it's like the good old days. And what, is, what does God's word say? Don't consider those. Why? Because the next verse, God says, look, behold, I'm doing a new thing. See, we're thinking the internet. We're thinking social media. We're thinking, we're thinking all, the, all the news. We're thinking all the politics, that politics has changed. I, I'm, just, I'm just telling you, it, the, all the problems we see in the world become opportunities in the kingdom. This is the greatest time of opportunity I have ever witnessed in my life. Bold, I'm going to do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? 
If you're paying attention to God's word, if you're keeping it in your heart and in your mouth, you're going to know it. If you don't, you won't. It's going to slip through your fingers. See, I get to declare what my future holds, good or bad. And you'll say, yeah, but there's a devil. Can I help you with that? I'm asking permission. What the enemy means for bad, God turns to good. Every good and perfect gift comes from above. So that means the good and perfect gift that comes from above is what hits my life, good and perfect. But then from the devil, listen, what he means for bad, God turns it to good and it hits my life. So now everything in my life turns into good and not evil, a future and a hope. See, I get to declare what my future holds, good or bad. God has blessed us, listen, with power, with promise, and with potential. See, negativity or a negative outlook is never God. Well, America's going to hell in a handbasket. Wait, why are we here then? We're here to bring our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom has come. Your way of doing things. Your will is done on earth, in America, as it is in heaven. See, that's what we bring to the, to, to the equation. See, the, the power, the, the promise, the potential. The power of God, Acts 1.8. And you will receive what? Power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. How many of you guys the Holy Spirit's come upon you? Can I see your hands? Wave to me. You've got power. Wonder-working power. Life-changing power. Enemy-defeating power. Win-every-day power. But you'll receive power when the Holy Spirit's come upon you, and you'll be my witnesses. Now listen, in Jerusalem, and then he says something interesting. In all of Judea and Samaria, and to the end of the earth. He said, look, yeah, Jerusalem, which is within your reach, you you have those capabilities. But then he said all of Judea and Samaria, all of it. See, and and we we look at, so we get power. How about about Deuteronomy 31.8? And the Lord, he is the one who goes before you. He'll be with you. He'll not leave you, nor forsake you, nor, nor shall you be. So don't fear, nor be dismayed. See, well, pastor, I need to talk to you. I got a diagnosis of cancer. Yeah. In the world, you're going to have tribulation. Be of good cheer. He's overcome the world. See, let me, let me tell you what I personally believe. Cancer can't kill you. Fear and anxiety, any, any doubt, any unbelief attached to that, it'll be, it'll be rough. And I know that's difficult because we've all had people we love that have fallen prey to it. But let me tell you, the natural tendency of bad news is fear and anxiety. We can't follow natural tendency. See, so, so the power of God comes into play. The promise of God comes into play. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me is what, what Paul said. Those, those guys had to read that and think, what, who is this arrogant little punk? See, it's it, it, the, the potential of God in you. How great is God's potential 
when you, when you precede his potential with his power and his promise, what if the word's true? That no evil shall befall you. No evil can take you under. Nor any plague come near where you live. See, we've got to look at our lives and we've got to understand that the enemy is just trying to distort and deceive and lie us off of our, our stand. But let me tell you, you get bad news, you've got to find something to stand on. You've got to, you've got to have a, a specific stand to take. Because let me tell you, <clears throat> the devil tries to bull rush us and gang up on us. And you're thinking, and then, so you know what? We get some news and we try to isolate, then we isolate ourselves or we fall, fall we, we get caught in a trap. We try to isolate ourselves. That's when he has the power. See, there's so much spiritual horsepower in this room right now. So many people, I'm telling you, two-thirds of the people in this room, if you just walked up to them and said, man, I've got a diagnosis, or, or, or man, I've got, I've got an issue in my life, or I've got, the, let me tell you, they would have a, a now word, a worded season that would set you free of that chokehold the enemy has on you. But you know what? We come, we go, we check the boxes, showed up at church, I gave, I lifted my hands in worship, I paid attention. I checked my kids in. I brought my kids to church. What else do you want me to do? See, what, what's amazing about this is the world is treat, teaching men and women how to be men and women. And the world's not equipped for it. See, what God's put in all men is put in, put in us to be protectors and providers. That's in us. So what are we constantly? We're constantly, I've, I've been overprotective ever since I've been a man. But see, the bottom line with this is, is that it's still, that's what God put in me. So now when I, can, when I can hone that, man, when I can develop that, when I can be trained in the protection and the provision that God's put in me as a man, man, I'm telling you what, right now I become a covering. It's helpful. Man, women are nurturing. Man, loving. Forgiving. Man, it helps me. But see, looking at this, we have to understand that both of those come into play in leadership in God's kingdom. And it's seamless. I love fifth Sundays. We have four of them a year. This is one of them. Any month that has five Sundays, the fifth Sunday of that month, we do communion and baby dedications and baptisms. I want you to pray about following Jesus in water baptism today. See, what, what happens is, is that, that, that that trough becomes a grave to your old man. What comes out of that water is a new man in Christ. Now listen, and here's how we, here's how we baptize people here. We baptize in the name of the Father, His Son, Jesus, the Holy Spirit. Listen and every great thing that God's about. So you're baptized in hope. You're baptized in peace. You're baptized in God's love. You're baptized in, in prosperity. You're baptized where there's a baptism of everything that we stand on as a church. All the promises of God. So if you're here, there's, there's a little housekeeping I want to take care of. I want everyone in here for your life to be right with God. 
I want everyone in here to, to have Jesus as the Lord of their lives. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to lead you just in a confession of faith. Make you Jesus the Lord of your life and get your life right with God. So, so listen, if you're here and you don't want that to happen, you don't want to make Jesus the Lord of your life, and you don't want to get your life right with God, I want you to identify with yourself now. Just raise your hand. And just say, no, I don't want to do it. I don't want to be, I don't want to, I don't want to go to heaven. I don't want my sins remitted. And what I'll probably do is I'll probably call you up front and I'll deal with it right here in front, in front of everybody. But, um, but um, th- this is why we're here. This is what sets everything in motion. Everything else is peripheral. Is your life right with God? Is Jesus Lord of your life? That's the key to everything. And let me, let me just tell you, that happened, that happened for me 42 years ago. Sandy, how long ago did you give it? 40 years ago, did you give your life to the Lord? Or No, 45 years ago. You did it before I did it, I think. You were a girl. I mean, but I don't mean a, a female. I mean a little girl. You're not going to trap me. I'm wise as a serpent and harmless as a dove, usually. But I'm going to pray, and I want everyone to pray with me. So um, get up out of your seat. If you're like Episcopal, all rise. Take a deep breath. Lives are fixing to get changed. I'm going to lead you in a profession of faith. How many guys want all the God you could get? That's how I'm going to pray. Father God, I give you my life. I make Jesus Christ the Lord of my life. I'm trusting you, God, and I'm living your plan. God, my life's right with you because of Jesus. God, I thank you. I'm going to heaven because Jesus is Lord of my life, and I'll never smell the scent of hell. God, I consider my body healthy my mind peaceful, my spirit strong. God, I thank you now. The work you're doing in me, you're faithful to complete that work. God, I take authority over the devil from every bit of my life, every bit of my business, every bit of my family. Devil, I command you to dry place, to seek rest, and to find none. You've got to go. I, I send you back from where you came. A curse causeless has no effect in my life. There is no suppression about my life. Everything is elevation. Everything is enhanced. Everything is blessed. Coming in and going out in the city and in the field. Greater is he who's in me than he who's in the world. Because the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives in me. God, I thank you now that I'm full of your spirit. God, fill me up. God, I thank you that the difficulties and the danger that might be in front of me has no effect. I'll walk through the water and not be consumed. I'll walk through the fire and not even be singed. A thousand may fall at my left hand, 10,000 at my right, but I'm gonna muscle through.
God, I thank you now. I've created Christ Jesus for great works. God, thank you so much. So great a salvation that has consumed my life. God, I'm the head, not the tail. Above only and never beneath. And God, I thank you now for the greatest life known to mankind that's in front of me now. My past is gone. My present is amazing. My future is set with a hope that'll never disappoint. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Can I say amen? Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you'd like more information about the ministries of Gut Church, visit our website at gutschurch.com.